0: The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check your panties. Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down. Shut the fuck up. Take your cock out of your hand and listen. Joey Valentine. Hey, good looking, what you got cooking? Hey, everybody, it's Joey Valentine on Wednesday, July 26, 2023. And I thank you for joining me for another episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. We're halfway through the week. Hope everybody is staying cool and hydrated. It's a hot one in America, and it doesn't seem to be relenting. It's annoying. I had to go and fill propane out at uh, Caterpillar and uh, another company called Airgas uh, yesterday no not yesterday monday and it was brutal dude i kept having to do like to, like move some tanks fill some tanks get inside the truck and get some cool air I was like, "Ah, oh, fat guy needs air, fat guy needs rest, fat guy needs lots of hydration. Uh, man, I've been reading some scary stories about people, experienced, in-shape people, going out, hiking, and not coming back, man. So do not take the sun for granted. Do not take this heat for granted. So... Uh, I was busy, busy, busy making videos all day yesterday. So there is a new one up on the Fat Guy Loves Cake channel. There's also one up on the uh, personal Joey Valentine channel, where I make videos that are a little bit different than the ones from Fat Guy Loves Cake. So, but either way, let's get a show done so you guys have something to listen to on the way to work. Uh, I had I found an article that I thought was really cool, and it reminded me of something I, I had never talked about. Not that it's like some sort of uh, drum, uh not that it's some sort of traumatic experience or something, but you know. At some point in your childhood, you probably went to someone's house maybe because you wanted to, because you met them at school and you wanted to play, or maybe because you were forced to, or your babysitter or whatever. But everybody has probably had one really weird experience. Like everyone's house smells different. Everyone's families have different types of rituals or maybe like I had a friend named Gary. Gary. Well, I mean, he wasn't really like my friend. I mean, he was a he was friend-ish, you know, cool guy. He was class president all through my entire childhood, all the way up to graduating high school. And he he wasn't like, I don't know, he wasn't known for anything, but he was always class president. But anyway, I stayed the night at his house when I was in junior high. And I, my family, there was no swearing and there was no, like, we didn't talk about sex. And that was, like, very taboo. And I remember going over to Gary's house and spending the night and having dinner with his family. And his father, like, kept asking me about my sister and asking if she had big tits. And then, like, uh, Gary's older brother had a friend that was at the table with us eating dinner as well. And he was asking that dude if his sister had big tits. And the mom, and Gary all acted like it wasn't happening, you know? I mean, because it was normal tabletop conversation, and I thought that was the weirdest thing, you know? And to this day, I've never <laughs> had an experience like that, but that was one uh, one experience that I will never forget. Uh, so I found this article called People Share the Strangest Childhood Experiences with Other Kids' Families, and so I thought I would share that with you guys today. Okay, so the first one is titled, The Family Had a Dirty Sock Ritual. When we moved to a new neighborhood when I was six, I went over to a kid's house. Automatically, the first smell I got was something sour. We played with Nerf guns and stuff for a while, then it got gross. Out of nowhere, the kid takes off his socks and starts trying to get me to smell them. I could tell they were wet and nasty, and of course, I ran from him. Sounds like typical little kid stuff, right? Until... It turned into a weird sock-smelling party with the mom, dad, and kid gladly sniffing each other's socks like they were Febreze. The dad cornered me and forced me to inhale his putrid socks. I only went back one other time and left before the socks came out because I could tell this was a daily occurrence as dirty socks lined the floor everywhere. Okay, now that's fucking weird. Oh, I just thought of another weird thing. Uh, I had this friend briefly for maybe a year in... Sixth grade, I think his name was Bo. So, my mom took me over to his house to stay the night. And, like, we pull up, and he's outside with a power drill drilling into the tree in their front yard. Okay, now you may not think that that's like weird, but it is when you're 12 and you pull up, and the dude is just drilling into a tree, not like doing anything constructive, not building something, he's just drilling into a tree. And I didn't think too much of it, but then later on, we're hanging out, and I ended up cutting my foot on something. And I instead of getting me a bandage or helping me out, he actually got this, like, plank of wood, and he wanted me to rub my blood all over it. And I didn't think anything of that. Then later on in the evening, he had this—the um, house was two floors— and, it, and the stairs went up halfway and then turned around and then come up to get the second floor. And as I was, I don't think it was like midnight or something. And as I was walking up the steps uh, from the top of the stairs, like water, I thought was water, com- hits my back, like splashes all over me. And I realized he's pissing on me. Like, this is a true fucking story. I haven't thought about this in so long. And I don't know if he just thought, like, it was going to be a joke. It was going to be funny. But he immediately realized what he did was fucked up and he like ran down the stairs and he had a towel and he was he was like, it's just a joke, it was just water, it was just water and he was like toweling me off and I just was kind of like, man, I don't, <laughs> don't want to even confront this, you know, like I'm just going to make it through the night and uh, never tell anyone about this, here I am telling people about it. But back then, man, I didn't want to tell anyone about that and I don't think anyone would have believed me, but dude straight whizzed on me. And I I don't know to this day, like, what was going on in his fucking mind when he did that? Okay, so, uh, anyway, back to the uh, ones from the article. Uh, A kid's face was blacked out in all the family photos. I visited a neighbor's kid's house to play one afternoon and noticed that all the family portraits had a kid blacked out with a Sharpie. I asked him who colored the pictures, and he said his mother did it, and he didn't elaborate. A few years ago, I remembered the experience and I asked my mother if he had a brother or sister and she said that he had been an only child since we'd moved there. I thought maybe he had a sibling that passed or something, but then I think about it. The picture was recent enough that my mother wouldn't have known him as an only child. So, who was this kid? Why didn't the neighbors know them? And why did their family cross them out? I've never been able to resolve this mystery. That is fucking weird. Like, to see... (laughs) You go to somebody's house and all of the family photos have some child with a face blacked out with a sharpie, not cut out, not removed, not folded out of the way, but sharpied out. That's like some straight fucking psychopathic behavior to blacken someone's face out. And I don't think a parent would black out the face of a child who was deceased. And obviously the child was too young to have done something so regrettable, so reprehensible that the family would go to all that trouble. That is very, very odd. Uh, Let's see. And the next one. The mom wouldn't let them sneeze in the house. I had a neighbor friend whose mom made me leave the house if I ever sneezed or coughed, even if it was just once from dust or something, so I wouldn't infect her kids. She also made me go home if I needed to use the bathroom. That's terrible. This is I got a whole flood of memories coming back to me about all these fucked up parents of the friends I had growing up because I was friends with everyone. You know, you you had, uh, I don't know, I I, I don't want to, like, throw a huge number out there, but I mean hundreds upon hundreds of kids that starting from third grade that I went to school all the way through high school, which was literally thousands of kids once we were consolidated from all the schools, and I made friends with everyone, and at some point I probably stayed over at everyone's house. Somehow I was never, like, uh, uh, you know... An adult didn't try and do anything to me. Let me put it like that. Um, But I remember I had this friend, and I stayed at his house a couple of times, and his parents had no problem with nudity. And more specifically, his mother never wore a top or a bra. So we'd be hanging out around the house playing, you know, playing Nintendo or running around just being kids, and his mom would just be walking around the house, just big fat-ass woman with these gigantic breasts would just be walking around the house like it was the thing to do, like it was completely normal that she wasn't wearing a top. And I said, bro, (laughs) like, you know, a little 10-year-old me, like, bro, uh, your mama titties hanging out. No, but seriously, and he was like, oh, you know, that's just how my mom is. That's how we do things in our house. And I never questioned it, and I never told my mom about it because I – did not want to have that conversation. And I know, I know my mother, she would have gone right over there and been like, Bitch, you need to put a shirt on around little children. And she's right. She should have. Uh, <laughs> I had, God, I have so many weird memories coming back. I, I remember also like half the houses that I would go and stay at always smelled like vitamins to me. Did that ever happen to anyone else? The house smelled like vitamins. Okay. So let's go on to the next one. This one's titled, The Mom Made Them Thank a Jesus Clock Every Hour. My friends had a Jesus clock. It was a creepy cuckoo-style clock with Jesus and the apostles. It rang on the hour, and his mom would gather all of us up and make us write thank you notes to Jesus, thanking him for what we did the last hour. Okay, that's really extreme. For example... Thank you, Jesus, for letting us play with Legos and eat cookies for snacks. His mom would then edit and critique them, saying things like, You had milk, too. Do you want to make Jesus sad because you are not thankful for the milk? They also had a full room decked out like a chapel with burning candles, statues, and pews. Every room had a massive four-foot-tall crucifix in them, too. I hated going over there. That is so weird, man. I mean, nothing weird about giving it up to Jesus. Nothing weird about thanking Jesus for the cookies, I guess. But, dude, you didn't—you didn't say, "Jesus, props for the milk." Do you want to make Jesus sad? No, I don't want to make Jesus. That is so weird. Uh, next one, the maid cleaned up after us with bleach. I once went to a classmate's house in kindergarten and her mom had the maid follow me around with a bottle of bleach immediately disinfecting anything I touched. I have been to someone's house, uh, not that extreme, but I did, I I have definitely been to someone's house where they would wipe anything I touched immediately afterwards. I mean, there's a lot of people like that. I'm very, I'm very, very germaphobic. So I take a lot of shit from that at work. And my, my, Uh, Co-workers love to give me hell because anytime someone comes in and shakes my hand, which I don't know why they insist on doing, like, people will walk into the propane shop and they're like, oh, good morning, and they reach across my desk to shake my hand, and I I, I get it, like, some people just like to do that. I don't want to shake your hand. I don't know where that hand's been. I can probably guess what it's been doing prior to touching my skin. So I have a huge, massive bucket of hand sanitizer I keep on my desk just for such instances. And every time somebody comes into my office, uh, they are more than likely a minority because there are more Mexicans here than any uh, other race. And so every time someone comes in and shakes my hand, I immediately reach for the hand sanitizer, and my co-workers always go, Oh, Joey doesn't like touching Mexicans, or Joey doesn't... You see that black guy come in and shake his hand, and then Joey started sanitizing his hands, and I'm like, t- <laughs> like, fuck off, man. I was like, I'd do that for any fucking person that comes in here off the street and wants to touch me. So, But anyway, it's funny. It's just you know, people having fun with each other. Co-workers having fun with each other, rather. Okay, next one. The family ate dinner in complete silence. In fourth grade, 10-ish years old, I went to a friend's house for dinner. His parents didn't allow talking during dinner. They didn't want you to make any noise at all. It was so fucking uncomfortable because it was spaghetti, and his mom mixed the pasta and sauce in a bowl. So when you scooped it out, it made, well, the sound that pasta makes with sauce when scooped out of a bowl. (laughs) Every fucking sound, and Jeff would look at his dad his dad was just chewing slowly and breathing deep. As soon as I could, I got out of there and never went back. Oh, man. i, I That's one of the reasons that I could never handle eating dinner at the table with my family. Uh, we... Like, we, we were a TV family. In fact, when I was growing up, it was, you know, it was, it was me, mom, dad, and my sister. And everybody got their plate, and everybody went their separate ways. We, our family had money. We had a TV in every room. I had the den. Dad had the living room. Mom had the kitchen with the TV in it. My sister went to her bedroom. That's just the way we were. And the only time that we ever sat down and had dinner at a table was, was, you know, like a major holiday, like Thanksgiving, but we never had Thanksgiving at home. We always had Thanksgiving at our relatives. So maybe like Christmas, I guess is the one time I can think of, or maybe, I don't know. I can't even remember what the hell the occasion was, but we would sit there, no TV on, and you could hear everyone because we knew it was very strict rule against chewing with your mouth closed, chewing with your mouth open. However you want to phrase that you did not chew with your mouth open. And because we were all very good about doing that, all you could hear was people breathing through their noses. So it was like, you know, clink, 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 silverware, sworp, something in your mouth. And then the the chewing, I mean, even when you chew with your mouth closed, man, you could still hear the chewing. And then everyone's going, trying to breathe through their nose while they're eating. And it's just, it, it's nerve wracking to tell you the truth. And, oh, that reminds me, there was this guy coming to work, and he was so fucking fat yesterday, and just from his walk from the car to my desk, and he was in there, and he was like, "Uh, uh, uh," he had like three necks, and I was like, this guy's going to die right here in front of me, Um, (laughs) anyway, beside the point, Uh, let's see, what else have we got, the cat was one of the dinner guests, oh, this is going to be something I'm totally guilty of, (laughs) When I was younger, I went to my best friend's house to have dinner with them. I'm pretty sure his parents were hippies because as we were eating dinner, the cat jumped up on the table and began walking around and eating off of people's plates. Nobody sort of worried about it or did anything. They just let it happen. Okay. Now. As much of a cat person as I am, I will uh, not allow that to happen. Cats are not going to stand on the table. Cats are not going to stand in my plate. And I'm damn sure not going to let the cats eat off of my guest plates. That's really, really weird. And quite frankly, it's pretty fucking rude that you wouldn't be like, oh, sorry about that and take the cat off the table. That's really animals. uh, I have a strict policy. Like when it comes to dogs, when we're eating dinner, the dogs go the fuck outside. Because I can't stand that begging shit. And like uh, when Frankenstein, my cat Frankenstein, when he he does that shit, just like he's as bad as a dog. So when I sit down to eat dinner, he gets right in my face and he stares at me. And I got to holler at him until he runs off because I don't play that begging shit. All right. This one says the parents looked eerily similar. His mom and dad looked similar. Not incredibly similar, but their facial structure was pretty uniform. Well, turns out the father was his mother's uncle, so there you go. <laughs> all right, let's do one more then I gotta wrap it up. They weren't allowed to eat dinner with their friend's family. When I was a kid, I was invited to my friend's house, and when they had dinner, I wasn't given any. They all they all ate at the table in front of me. I thought this was odd since I had been invited to the house, but I remained polite. Starving, but polite. I actually had that same thing happen to me. That's so weird. I have. I remember now. I was invited to someone's house, not for dinner, but invited to someone's house, and they all had fucking dinner, and they didn't ask me to join them. That is so peculiar. Uh, I didn't think anything of it. I guess I'd probably eaten, but still, man, you know... (laughs) Just, you always offer somebody something even if a man's holding a bottle of water you say hey can i get you something to drink you know it's just you know it's just one of those unspoken rules about being a good person about being a fucking human being with some sort of scruples uh okay so that's going to do it um it, you know what if you guys have any funny childhood stories would you relay them to me uh, fat Guy Loves Cake at Yahoo.com. Tell me crazy stories about your childhood, uh, about going up to other people's houses. So uh, this is really fun. I want to look into uh, finding some more of these. All right, so everybody stay cool, and I'll see you Friday. Hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be nice. I'll see you soon her on my CB, said her name was Mimi, sounded like an angel come to earth. earth. When I went to meet her, man, you should have seen her, twice as tall as me, three times the girl. Earth. Oh, my fat baby loves to eat. eat. A big old Buddha belly and a breast swing past her feet. Eat. My fat baby loves to eat. My big old fat ass baby loves to eat.